What is your name, man? Matt. Matt and Corbin. Corbin. So. He's key Matt on on Twitter. Okay. So you. All right. Got this damn thing recording. Uh, welcome to special GP Dallas coverage, Dallas Fort Worth, whatever you want to call it, coverage. Uh, I'm sitting down here with two popular people from Twitter. You know him as uh, Corbin Hostler. Yes, as C Hostler88 and Key Mathis, and we're going to break down some decks this, this afternoon with you, this morning with you. Uh, let's let's go to Corbin first. What are you running today? Um, I'm calling it Primetime Elves. It's a it's a little different Elves list uh, with Primeval Titan as a three up. Um, it's your basic Elves, what you normally expect. Uh, you, it's not all out Izuri aggro though. You uh, you can run out of turn three Titan, go get two Tech Edges, and just knock like Dark Blade out of the game. And uh, you also have Orin Reefs. So once your Vengevine recursion goes. Um, they're, they're absolutely huge when they swing. Or if you just uh, uh, have a couple creatures out, you make them pretty big once you're fetching up Orin Reefs. Um, and you have War Callers, uh, which works really well with Orin Reef. And it works such that you can have three or two to three guys on the board and you have Lethal against Cowboy. Uh, and you completely play around Day Judgment. Uh, the only four non-creature permanents are Lead the Stampede, uh, four Lead the Stampedes, and then two Garrick's. So uh, your Lead the Stampedes are really good. And uh, you can go turn two, lead the stampede a lot of the time, and end up discarding binge vines because uh, you hit you know four or five creatures. So uh, it's been testing really well against Cobblade. Um, you know it has a black sideboard for Valakut, so you can get your uh, member sides off on, on their titans, uh, and it has Doomblade, so you can answer Precursor Golem out of Rug. Um, so yeah, the deck's been testing well. It's uh, got. It's really easy not to overextend in the Dave Dutchman with the deck, and the sideboard helps your other matchups. And with a metagame like this, where you can expect a large percentage of the field to be running Cobblade, uh, it's worth giving up some other matchups uh, to increase your percentages there. So that's what I've got. What do you consider the weakest matchup for you versus the deck? Uh, mono, mono red can be bad. Um, just depends how the games play out. Boros uh, is bad. Uh, the guys, because sometimes you you have the turn one tree speaker, and they have the turn two arc trail, and then you can be you can be in some trouble. Um, those decks have been on the decline because of the increase in firewalkers coming out of Cobblade decks. So I thought the deck would be well positioned. Um, you know, some of the ways you you can combat them to those decks is to get your dudes to stick, and uh, you have sideboard bay loss and ley lines, which help a lot against sweeper effects. But uh, Red decks can can be bad. They're not always bad, but it depends on how the matchup plays out. Okay. Let's talk to you about your deck. What are you running today? Uh, I'm running Cobblade. I'm running the blue-white version. I I tested the other versions, the splash versions, the black version, the red version, and it really just it came down to the fact that I don't want to automatically lose Velocate and that the tech edges were good in those mirrors. Um, I haven't really had much many problems with those the matchups against those splashes so it's, it's been fine um, I tested some other roguish kind of decks and they just didn't match up against the field the way Cobblade does I'm not going to win 70% of my matches but I'm going to have a chance in every one we'll ask, ask both of you this question what is the I know you described it a little bit your best matchup but we'll, we'll ask again which which of your best matchups versus your decks versus uh, the best matchups you have well I, I feel like I have a pretty good matchup against Dark Blade in particular because uh, they don't have as many days as straight blue white um, 
and, and Dave's really necessary against my deck and an Inquisition doesn't do much there's a lot of redundancy um, so in our testing we were winning uh, a good percentage of our games over 50% uh, against Cobblade variants um, so you know I feel like the deck has a good matchup there and it gives up its Falcon matchup a little bit especially game one to do that but, you know, I basically made the decision that it's worth giving up other matchups in this expected metagame if you can post a good percentage against Cobblade. Because that's all people are, all people are going to be playing, you know, just looking at the past couple weeks of uh, Star City events. So that's, that's why I made the decision, and uh, hopefully it works out. I didn't get quite as much testing in uh, as I wanted, personally. There was a lot of testing done on the deck. Um, but it, it's, it's not easy to pilot. Uh, there's a lot of decisions. Uh, but you do do very well against the Cobblade Mares if you play right. What's your what's your uh, best uh, matchup? I would say number one is Valakut, just because you know I have the tech edges, I have enough counter spells, running four flash freeze on the board, um, and then the mirror. I really teched out the deck for the mirror. Um, you know, main deck Mortapod, uh, three main deck spell pierce, etc. Just really expecting a field of half Cobblade, just trying to beat that, and then just have a chance against the rest of the field. Uh, let's try to do this. Uh, expectations for the day. You have one by. You have. I have two. You have two. Uh, expectations for the day. Any? What? It, what, what are you gunning for for record wise? We're assuming it's an X. We're assuming it's an X two format again to get to day two with nine rounds. Thoughts, ideas of where you're going to end up, hopefully. Well, this is uh, this is just my second Grand Prix, and I uh, in my last match in the last Grand Prix I went to to miss day two. So I'd like to make day two today. Um, uh, I would obviously like to do better the next two, but X two is my goal, especially coming off two buys. Okay. Yeah, Denver was such an experience just because you know I, I had the great sealed deck, or sealed deck, and then I went to day two and almost top sixteen, and ended up only top sixty four and losing my next last two matches. So X one is absolutely the goal today because with only one buy, your tiebreakers are so bad going into day two that if you don't X one, you don't really have a chance at really top thirty two, top sixteen, top eight in the field. Yeah, and I remember that because out there it was funny when we were out at Denver and I was watching them, and it was just like. Come by, oh, I won again. Oh, I won again. Oh, I won again. I won again. I won again. It's like you're sitting there and you're laughing, and then it's like, well, now you got to make top 16. And then uh, I believe, who was that again you played in? I played David Ochoa for top 32 and, you know, barely lost. But, you know, it's it's funny just watching across the table and watching someone completely outplay you. And I'm not a bad player by any stretch, but, wow, that just impressive to watch. Right. Uh, who, if there was someone you'd want to play today? Besides each other, which would be for the um, for the podcast, it'd be great. But uh, personally, it'd be bad. Then I'd have to help you guys play to a draw. Um, <laughs> but uh, if you guys would play, who do you want to play? Who would you like to play today? If you could play someone in this field that you saw. Um, I'm not sure. When it, it, Houston, I I started out 4-0, and I was like, I want to play a pro. I want to play a pro, and I uh, played Zayn Bag, and. Uh, he did what all pros do and ripped a card off the top on his last turn to kill me. So, I, uh, no, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of really good players here, so a lot of a lot of great pros making making it out. So uh, I'm going to enjoy the day regardless. So you want to play, play nine rounds, of, or I'm sorry, seven rounds of nobody. <laughs> right? Uh, I can beat I can beat some pros. I'm okay with that too. Uh, no, I'd actually I would love to play against. Uh, 
I mean, LSV, I'm sure everyone says that, but uh, everyone watches his videos, reads the artist schools. It'd just be a good experience. Yeah, one of the one of the things that uh, in the decision-making for what Deck Day did, a lot of had to do with the series of videos that he did. So it should be interesting to see how this training that he had for it works out. Who would you like to play with? I want to play with Joe again. You know, I, Oh, he wants revenge. No, I it, smell it's, revenge. It's not just revenge. It's <laughs> the fact that, you know, you come to these things, you fly all this way, you want to play against the best, and you want to learn some stuff. I come here because I love the competition. I love to play against great players. And to do that, you know, I want to play seven pros in a row. And maybe I can mise out some matches. All right, I got to ask you this, because a, a funny thing happened yesterday. I was uh, sitting there talking to Paulo for a little bit, and Paulo stayed here late because LSV didn't get in, and he goes, I'm like, so what are you playing tomorrow? He goes, I don't know. I need Luis to help me get a deck. <laughs> and I'm like, Paulo, why have you not made a decision? He goes, it's between two decks, and I'm just not sure, and I need Luis's advice. How long before you guys came here did you know what deck you wanted to play? <laughs> Gotta ask. Oh, man. I... I'm not very good at testing. I'm mostly a trader, so that's what I do at Vince mostly. Um, I knew about the deck I was playing uh, that I thought I wanted to play, this deck, but I did not have the exact list. So I was testing the gauntlet. I was running the gauntlet for some other people uh, all week, and I put the sleeves on my deck and finished it up at about 2.30 this morning. So, uh... Okay, so it's not only the pros that do this. It's not only the pros that do this. It's actual real players that do this. Yeah. I, uh... You know, it's interesting because I feel like... I've done a couple events where I do a lot of testing. I put a lot of work in. I always seem to go, like, 2-2 drop out of a PTQ. My best finishes have been the time I picked up Living End, first tournament I played it at, second place PTQ. Then I play my first ever Legacy event in uh, Kansas City. I pick up Merfolk, and I, I run it to second place. And I went through AJ Sacker and Lewis Laskin in the top eight. So, uh, you know, I always tell people, I, I don't get a lot of testing, and I have a lot of other stuff on. I don't get to play Magic as much as I'd like to. So I just tell people, you know, I, I know how to play Magic, and there's certainly a lot to be said for testing. Um, but there's that's that's not the end all be all. Like if you know how to play good magic, you work through your decisions right. You don't play. You play around what you can, knowing the format and, and playing uh, the best you can, making the best possible decision, will overcome a lot of that. So it's great. You know, I, I knew what I was playing at about seven o'clock last night. And it was interesting because I knew what I was playing after I went 0-1 drop in both grinders I was playing because every time I was playing Cobb Blade, it was just okay. You know what? I had a chance to win every match and I could look back and I could reconstruct the match and say there's where I lost my win that's where you know I could have made a better decision and won that game and I want that kind of chance in every match I'm well it makes sense I just I find it fascinating that and I made the analogy last night to some of the guys in the booth about isn't this like like a professional football team like five minutes from kickoff saying here's the game plan boys let's go do it and you think you know all the preparation and stuff you have to do for that and I'm beginning to realize more and more from the people like yourselves and them that it's like, as long as you know what you're playing, you know, or what you should be playing, you just know you just have to pilot it, which is really odd because so much is talked about preparation, 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 and this sport seems to kind of flip it on its ear and say, no, not really, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, the, uh, 
Yeah, that's definitely true. And you know, I, I want to you know emphasize that like it, you should test. You should do all the testing you can because I've made mistakes uh, even when I'm playing decks and I know the format. I've made mistakes just because I, I haven't seen interaction. You want as much as it can to be autopilot, so you have to make the fewest actual decisions in a day, uh, and you you develop that best through testing. Um, and you know, I think in a format like this where the best decks are known and it's more of a question of well what's good this weekend uh, what card can I tweak to make this better um, so I think the, the amount of preparation you put into it isn't quite as important whereas something like a new format Pro Tour like uh, extended in Amsterdam last year the, the testing that went into that was huge because the decks that uh, they developed through a week of testing just obliterated the field and it's a lot more important in an open format to do the testing than it is in everything and I, I kind of want to add on what he says. It's not only testing your deck for an event like this, but for a field that's well known. Test the other decks, too. Make sure you know what plays they're going to make. Make sure you know what plays they're going to make against you. And then you can kind of reconstruct and figure out what's in their hand, what prime plays they're going to make, etc. Well, gentlemen, we're gonna, we'll talk to you later on this evening, hopefully after making day two. Uh, I'm trying to go around to get roundup shows at the end of the day. So we'll sit down, talk to both of you, see how your day went, break down the matches, tell you what you guys saw. And for MTG Cast, this is Robert, and I'm out.